then for the next sort of six to eight weeks is where we want to start going between three, depending on your goal. You might be building up to four runs a week if running is your key focus, if more the weight room, putting on muscle mass and building your contest game by improving your strength and power is your focus, then three to four weight sessions. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Each week I host live Q&As where I present on a topic to help footballers and strength conditioning coaches with practical knowledge. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel to receive a notification and never miss a live podcast. If you're a returning podcast listener and you love the show, please show support by rating the show. It goes a long way into helping us reach more listeners. Let's get into today's episode. Make sure to stick around to the very end as I provide a free AFL workout and power tip designed to give you confidence and an insight into what it takes to play AFL. Let's go. Welcome to this weekly update. I'll be discussing everything you need to know from a community football's point of view about how to maximize your off-season training program, both from strength and conditioning, but also from a football perspective. I'll break it down into the importance of having at least two weeks off training and following any structure to then getting back into routine anywhere between eight and 12 weeks before you start back at your pre-season training where your football club has some structured training sessions. So we want to make sure we get each phase right. So I'll break those down, have really clear, practical uh, tips for you to follow. For anyone that's tuning in live on our YouTube channel or on Instagram, feel free to send through some questions on this topic as I'm more than happy to answer any of your questions. So shoot them and fire them away and I'll do my best to answer your questions. Also stick around, I'll update uh, the podcast. We've got a fantastic live episode coming up this week a workout tip around some some training methods that you can do in your football off-season to help uh, maximize your athlete development and also our recent um, tr- poll that I posted on LinkedIn, Twitter, the findings there when it comes to the most important um, recovery strategies for athletes that are fatigued. But we'll get straight into it. So let's say you have just played your grand final your premieres and now you're into your off-season mode, I would recommend having a minimum of two weeks where you absolutely have no structure, no expectations, um, both from a running perspective but also from a strength and power point of view. The reason why that's so important is it's the furthest away from when you're about to play your next game, obviously. So we want to maximize the rejuvenation of that point of view, that recovery, um, so you can rejuvenate your um, joints. Um, we know that by having a long competitive season. Some of you may have played over 20 games if you have played in finals uh, of Australian rules football. It's a long game, it's a long season, and it's a long preseason. So we want to make sure that you actually get a couple of weeks off from a physical point of view for joint health, but also from a um, mental point of view as well. It's really important not to constantly always have structure, but actually have a bit of time where you can um, recharge and refuel, top up your motivation levels where... We actually want you to be itching to get back into training when you do start back up um, because you've had that two weeks off. Typically, athletes that are conditioned to having routine for a long time will be itching to get back into the program and that's going to be really important so that you peak your program and your uh, motivation levels come the season. Uh, whereas if you just constantly keep going through your routine, it's going to be um, detriment come February, March or even uh, June, July, when you're actually in season, you're going to fall off a cliff. Typically, especially the younger athletes, where you're still building up um, that ability to be able to know when to switch on and switch off. So take the two weeks off, 
get some feedback from your football club and your football coaches as well as your high performance staff around areas that you should focus on in the off season to uh, get better at uh, but also areas that you can reflect on on your own game no one knows your game better than yourself so make sure you think back uh, either watch some videotape or think back of uh, how you performed this year um, what worked well from a routine and, re- and uh, preparation point of view, what didn't work, uh, and then also what are some areas that you really want to put some time into because the beauty of the off-season is you're now going to have plenty of time to be able to think about what are the areas that you um, really want to top up over the off-season, pre-season, to then flow into your next in-season. Uh, so rest, reflect, get that feedback from a lifestyle point of view. If you're someone that's elite in your lifestyle, like you're doing mood, uh, feel you're doing meal planning, sorry, you're buying supplements, uh, stop doing those two things just completely. It uh, doesn't mean you want to just eat junk food all the time, but just um, have a rest of doing the meal planning days uh, and have a rest of taking any form of supplements like creatine and protein. Um, just stick to eating real food for a couple of weeks, but also just eating what your body uh, feels like because naturally your appetite's probably going to be less that you're not doing the same amount of training. Um and then from a recovery, that is the key focus of this two weeks. So make sure more, sometimes the most important thing when it comes to recovery is time. So this is the best time that you can actually take that time to let your body and your mind fully recover. So that's the, the two weeks from uh, your final go. Uh, don't worry, two weeks, you're not going to lose a lot of your running fitness. You're not going to lose a lot of your strength. Um, but it is going to be really important um, that you get that phase right. Then when we move into more now getting back into routine, if you have taken those two weeks, just want to start light for the next two weeks. So typically if you follow like our online program, we'll start with two runs for two weeks and we'll start with two total body gym sessions. And that way the athletes don't need to be going straight from going zero structure to now four to five times a week. They can just simply get used to being active two days a week. Um, you might get you might prefer to do your run in the morning and you're lifting at nine or vice versa. But you're just making sure that you're baking those two quality sessions in um, per day for, for two sessions a week. Uh, reason that we want to go total body is because we get to hit all those key movement patterns um, as well as hit your whole body from the from the muscle group point of view um, rather than a lower body split where you're just overloading one area like in a lower body session and then doing an upper body session, you're um, going to reduce the amount of frequency that you get from squatting, deadlifting, and pressing. So we want to get uh, two hits of those. Um, typically not too heavy. You might just be focusing more on single leg work uh, and more using things like dumbbells rather than going straight into heavy barbell lifting and heavy plyometric work. Then for the next sort of six to eight weeks is where we want to start going between three, depending on your goal. You might be building up to four runs a week if running is your key focus. If more the weight room, putting on muscle mass, and building your contest game by improving your strength and power is your focus, then three to four weight sessions. So we we individualize that depending on what your goals are and your area of focus. And we want to start now getting the footballs back involved. So for every field session where you're focusing on your speed, your agility, uh, your acceleration, and your aerobic endurance, have a component where you're bringing a mate down, you're getting the footy boots out. Uh, Yes, in October, where you are practicing your football and you're you're kicking loads up, uh, you, and you're also keeping up your coordination. Um, so that's really important. Start to have you know 10 to 15 minutes. doesn't necessarily be, need to be drilled by a coach, but just having a bit of a kick around, focus on different areas of your game to keep your skills on point uh, over that period. 
Then we're moving to about four weeks before you start back with your pre-season. So for some of you, that might be late November. So early November is when we want to start to shift towards what's your 2K time trial uh, focus going to be for when you return, uh, making sure that you're doing some aerobic runs, some longer threshold-based running where your heart rate's high to get exposed to that. So you're going to come back in good shape and show the rest of your teammates and your coaches that you have been doing the work. Uh, we also want to make sure that you are starting to focus on some form of specific football drills to improve your kicking, both over long distances or short. Uh, it's very common for anyone that does, hasn't done any kicking and then they get back to preseason. They do three sessions a week of kicking, both punch kicks, long kicks, high volume. Always coaches want to work on kicking and suddenly you have a quad strain. So make sure that you are keep, keeping up and kicking loads over the off-season. Um, you're keeping up your agility work and you're keeping up your high-intensity running like sprinting acceleration. Don't just focus on the 2K time trial when it comes to to running um, as that's important, but we want to make sure that you are training as a footballer, not just as a um, long-distance endurance runner. Anthony's just written in from LinkedIn. Uh, I'll just pop that question up here. Hey, Jack, I'm taking five to six youths at the moment after a three-week break. We'll watch this back later, but would like to send our program through to you. You know, Warriors, Anthony, more than happy to have a look and give some feedback. Uh, feel free to send that through. Um, thank you for posting that in, mate. And uh, looking forward to seeing the program. Yeah, so from there, so making sure for that eight to 12 weeks before your football start, uh, your preseason starts and you've got structure, you want to be focused on your, on your conditioning, both speed as well as endurance, your acceleration, your intensive stuff, so acceleration, change direction, all that agility work. And then from a weight's point of view, we're now starting to split the body parts. We might have a lower body session, upper body session, and one to two total body sessions. So we're getting back into that routine of lifting. Um, that's for the the top, top-notch top guys. For everyone else that's just getting used to the weight room, you might just be sitting to the total body sessions between two to three times. So depending on your age, your profile, and the level that you're playing, um, if you follow our online program, that's all adjusted. Uh, you do have a free two-week trial as well. So for those interested in playing the program, Click the link in our Instagram bio to get a two-week free trial of our program where you fill in some questions and then there's um, four different strength programs that I write and two different conditioning programs so you'll fit into one of those. From there, we want to make sure you set a goal both for your conditioning, your strength and your football. So have some look back at that feedback that you got from your coach, your players um, and, and also that you gave yourself and note down those three periods of your game that you're going to focus on when you start back at pre-season. So we'd love to get some uh, insight for any areas that that information helped you or if you have any follow-up questions, feel free to send them in, direct message me on any of our socials and I'll happy to elaborate. But moving into the podcast this week, we have Cameron Ferguson, all about um, thriving in high-pressure environments. That podcast will release this Wednesday. We have Andrew Lullum, 3 p.m., discussing sprinting, jumping and weightlifting for those that want to improve their power. Uh, we have a bite-sized episode with Scott Dickinson talking about the difference between Olympic sports and pro team sports. If you enjoy that bite-sized episode with Scott, you can listen to the whole uh, episode by searching for Scott Dickinson or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, from Instagram, I've just had a quick question in from Locke Ren. What are some tips for positioning yourself correctly in a game of football? That's Probably not out my area of expertise, Locke. Sorry about that, but that'd be a good question to ask uh, any football coaches, the tactical or technical side. At Prepare Like a Pro, we more focus on your strength, so the work that you do in the weight room, your conditioning to help uh, football uh, 
help the game e- make it easier for you from a conditioning point of view uh, and also your, your lifestyle, which includes recovery, the other the big ones. But the technical side, how to kick the ball and where to position yourself on the field would leave to the coaches. So if you're not sure of a coach that you want to work with, uh, direct message me and I'll happily get uh, you in contact with a coach that's in your area. Uh, but sorry, can I help you with that one? Workout tip to finish up with and then I'll um, wrap up with our poll finding. So we've got three key areas that I focus on. If you're in off-season, get yourself involved in track and field. So if you haven't run with track and field coach before and with athletes, if you want to improve your running efficiency, your economy, your speed, everything to do with running, running is a skill. So we need to be around in an environment with highly skilled uh, runners to get better at it. Um, get down to your local track and field and, and train with those athletes. MMA, if you want to improve your contest game, do some form of wrestling, grappling, uh, like mixed martial arts. Um, to improve that in-close contest game and get really comfortable with having um, a human body all over you and you trying to control um, that body and learning the strength. Um, And that allows us to transfer your strength that you build in the gym into body strength. And then from a conditioning point of view, things like swimming and boxing are a great way to get some um, cross-training in. It's not demanding on the joints, um, but also really improves your rotational um, power as well as improving your mobilities, particularly with the, with the swimming. It's uh, really good for the body. Uh, it's good to just practice training your aerobic and cardiovascular system in a different environment in the off-season. So give some of those a go. Recent findings from the poll on uh, strategies to manage athletes' fatigue. LinkedIn training volume was the highest at 67%, so reducing training volume was the most popular. 92% on Twitter. So that was the most popular on both LinkedIn and Twitter for athletes that are fatigued, how to reduce that fatigue and um, freshen them up. Active recovery, improving our active recovery or increasing it, sorry, 13% and 8% on Twitter. Uh, reducing intensity in the program, okay, out 16% on LinkedIn, zero on Twitter. And then increasing the rest days of the week for the athletes was 4% and 0%. So clearly for an athlete that's uh, fatigued, we want to try and freshen them up, sharpen them up for performance. The um, resounding um, whole show from HubFluence staff showed that reducing training volume um, was the, the key and metric to uh, manipulate. So thank you everyone that posted in that poll. I'll post a new poll every Sunday. So follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter to contribute and also add in some, there was some great comments around this one as well. So find it um, and get involved. And thank you for everyone that's tuned into this live chat. I'll see you guys on next week's show. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content. Learn who the guests are in advance and submit questions access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making the Prepare Like a Pro community possible And just for $5 a week, you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely any time.